0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to your Liverpool FC Blood Red podcast. I'm Andy Kelly. I'm joined today uh, by an all star lineup. Uh, they definitely get a game of the Euros, I think. We've got James Pierce. We've got uh, Ian Doyle. Uh, you all know Doyle, Mr. Grumpy. And uh, <laughs> a, a, a beacon of light in uh, our live blog guru, Joe Rimmer. Um, so we're here to talk about Joe Allen. Um, Joe Allen Appreciation Day um, is celebrated by the Welsh team every week according to uh, Ashley Williams and it's sort of trending uh, today uh, after a a stellar performance from the Reds midfielder against uh, Russia for Wales last night. So uh, we're basically here to talk about Allen's possible future at Liverpool. Um, Does he have one and where he might fit in if he did? and who's likely to be ahead of him uh, if it looks like it. he's not. PRC, um you've just written a piece today for us on, on the site about Allen. Uh, great display last night, and to be fair, he's, he's having a crack in Euros, isn't
1: he? He certainly is, yeah. yeah. I think, um, speaking to people that have been covering Wales over there, they I know Bale has obviously dominated the headlines, scoring in all three games, but they say Joe Allen has, has been at Wales an outstanding performer. Yeah. He had a bright second half of the season for Liverpool, and um, he's really carried that on. And uh, you know, I think he deserves all the plaudits that are coming his way. I think he was on social media today. He was giving World Giraffe Day a run for its money <laughs> <laughs> um, with the uh, with the amount of traffic it was generating. And um, there's a lot of love for Joe Allen at the moment. Um, but um, you know, whether whether we see him in a Liverpool shirt again um, is probably open to, to a lot of debate.
0: Dorley, Joe, do either of you have. Very strong opinions in terms of uh, Joe maybe it comes to you in terms of whether Joe Allen is at the, at the right at the bottom of it good enough to, uh, he's obviously a good player is he good enough to take Liverpool to take Liverpool to where we all you know a lot of us want Liverpool to go um, in terms of you know a title challenge and you know strong performances when we get back back to Europe
2: in short sure, perhaps not. Um, but I think he is a good squad player. and I just think that you need players like that in the squad. But perhaps next season with no European football, not as much football to play. Perhaps he won't see as many games, and that might be why he might think about moving away. But I, d- I certainly think there's a, always a place for a player like that in the squad. I do like him further forward. I think last season when he was better, under the clock he moved a bit further forward and was good in and around the, um, the final third. But, yeah, whether... It, Whether he really can force his way into the first 11. I don't see that happening. He hasn't done that in a couple of years at Liverpool, so I don't see him doing that in the future.
0: Dorley, I'm looking at his appearances here of currency of of LFChistory.net. And uh, last season we got 37 appearances, and off those, 19 starts. Yeah, 19 starts. So I think Liverpool played 62 games last season. 62 we ended up on something, or 63. Um, that's true. I mean, I th- I th- he had injuries, didn't he? Uh, but overall, it, it, that's an indication that he certainly wasn't, you know, a, a Jurgen Klopp first choice. And you know, at times, you know, there were there were games even towards the end of the season you thought Alan will definitely play that game, and he didn't always play. albeit he finished the season strongly. But uh, you know, where do you think he can or, or won't fit in?
3: Um, I think Joe's right. He in saying that you know he's been there for four years now and he's had four years and, and two managers to, to become a, a regular and he hasn't managed it. And as much as we all love him and I think it's fair to say that we all see his quality as a footballer mm. and what he brings to whatever team he's playing for, I don't think he's going to bring what Jurgen Klopp wants to, to his team otherwise he would he would be in a team, let's face it, other than the four seasons he's been there, for one season Liverpool nearly won the league, the other three did not be very good and he hasn't been a regular so if I was him anyway, I'd, if I was him I'd leave because his stock's never going to get any higher than it is now. And he's the kind of player really who could probably, if he bounces it, he could go over to Spain and, do, and play there. I think that's super <coughs> to the ground actually.
0: Excuse me. appears uh, is this a time for Liverpool to cash in? I mean, we paid, what, 15 million 15, yeah. for, for Joe Allen four years ago. He's just turned 26, so you know, prime mm. of his career. If You're never probably going to get more for him than you, you're going to get now. And you know his stocks are unlikely to be higher than it is uh, at the Euros, and and international footballs, you know, has in a way sort of seems to show him in his best light. So, so you, you're likely to get a bigger, you know, uh, a bigger fee for him than you would perhaps, you know, after in the middle of a, you know, in the middle <coughs> of a Premier League season in January or yeah, something like I that. Yeah,
1: I think so. I think probably Liverpool was struck lucky a bit, probably in terms of the, the fee they're going to command because on the back of these performances because I think the value will go up I think Liverpool won't get probably what they would have got for Alan if he had two or three years left on his deal I think you know, the fact that he's earned down for the last 12 months will have an impact on it but you know, I think you're certainly looking at Liverpool won't let him go this summer for less than £10 million. And you know, I think if you'd said two or three months ago you'd have probably thought it would be well to get £10 million for a player who's only got one year left on his deal but you know, I, I think they probably will get that now I think um, as the lads touched on, it's not it's not as simple as saying why haven't Liverpool given him a new contract? Why don't they just get him tied down? You know, he would be a decent squad player; he'd have a role to play. Because Alan doesn't want that. You know, I think he's had four years of that. You know, he wants to you know he wants to be a, important at club level, like he is in the Welsh national team, where he's a key member of the team. He wants to play regularly, um, and he knows that he's highly unlikely to get that <coughs> at Anfield in, in in this coming season. So, you know, I, I think parting of the ways probably makes sense for everyone. I think. Swansea are obviously the overwhelming favourites to sign him at the moment, you know, that would make sense but you do just wonder where you know, with in the eyes of, of, of every scout and every director of football in Europe would be on the, the championships at the moment and you wonder whether bigger and better offers than Swansea might come his way on, on the back of his performances in, in the last couple of weeks I mean, If he wants to be a squad player there's better um,
3: English clubs that he could go to I mean there's a Spanish manager who's coming in at Manchester City if he wants to do a job, but he doesn't like want that. to be a squad player, that's the point. That, that, that's the point, Them I'm saying is that if you yeah. there's no really any reason for him to, to be at Liverpool, no. if he's not going to be playing because there are better teams where he could just go off and be a squad player. Yeah. You know, because you know, City, you'd imagine Pep Guardiola would love him as a player, but the thing is, I'm not sure whether he's good enough to actually be playing week in, week out of a team that's no. going to be challenging yeah. for, a, for the title.
0: The thing I think, sort of, that Joe, mm. in terms of potentially what, what Klopp isn't overly fond of, I think is something that Joe Allen can't do a lot about. It's his size, and I've always sort of (coughs) feel like Klopp wants uh, to see a strong player in there. And at times, for all that he's a very tidy, uh, technical player, Joe Allen. At times, when you see him in that position in front of the back four, he sometimes gets out uh, muscled on the ball, and 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 the ball's given away in a -hmm. a dangerous area. Several times that happened last season, which is where I think. the point about him playing further forward you know works in his favor but um you know where do you think that Liverpool midfield is potentially lining up for, for next season in terms of wh- who would you think w- he'd start with fairly similar to the end of last season but with Henderson um, you know see yeah, we yeah. saw him return for England last night as well
2: yeah it's hard to say isn't it because the, the two midfielders he looks like he's targeting zielinski we don't know a lot about He's not getting the Poland team right now, Udinese. So that's a
0: decent Poland team, to be fair, yeah, it's I think. A decent pl-
2: yeah. But, but he was a, he, he's Udinese's player, isn't he? But he's spent the last two seasons out on loan, hasn't he? So, that suggests he wasn't going to get in the team there. So, um, it's, it, he's a strange one, you know, I'm sure the basic qualities of him. The other guy, De Hood, I don't, don't know too much about him. Um, but, yeah, I'd expect Emre Chan to kick on now. He, he had a really good second half of the campaign and he sort of found his position at Liverpool, playing at the base of the midfield. Henderson, if he can stay injury-free, I think will become quite a key player because he has got the size. And I, I thought Joe Allen and, and him played quite a similar role in the clock, but Henderson does have the size and, and probably more athletic ability. But I did find it weird, because I think Allen, in the, his style of play, was a clock player. But like you say about his start size, maybe that holds him back.
0: Do you think we'll end up starting with a, you know, a Hend- or, um, um, would it be a disappointment to fans, is another way of looking at it, if we started the season... Uh, Liverpool-wise with Henderson, Chan, Milner as, as a star in midfield three, assuming that's the formation the manager uh, goes with.
3: not sure whether it'd be a disappointment to the fans. I mean, I'm not sure what they're expecting. I mean, Liverpool finished, was it 8th last yeah, year? 8th last year. So the, you know, the top players are exactly going to be 4-0 themselves to be signing for them. I mean, Klopp's obviously... But there's take and He's th- taken the decision to go with, with youngsters, with Grijic and Zielinski, if that happens, and... Uh, Who's the 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 Yeah, name as well. I must have been, I've not seen him play. Um, so I mean, it's going to be one of those. Where at the start of the season, he's going to have to go with all these players that he, he knows and trusts, because he can't be throwing in all these youngsters if he if he does sign them all, because they're going to, you know, take time to adapt, and that's something that you know Liverpool fans have kind of got used to with all of their players over the last twenty odd years.
0: James, I know that uh, you were surprised <coughs> that some of the stick Jordan Henderson was getting on social media last night. Uh, in his uh, you know, first game of the tournament for England and uh, you know he w- we know he was hampered by injuries last season. We didn't really see the real Jordan Henderson for most of the season did we and uh, you know he's got an opportunity to potentially become a player that Clock could end up loving his a- athleticism and, and his ability to get around the pitch.
1: Yeah it's, it's a huge season for Jordan Henderson coming out. You think you know last season was pretty much just an entire write-off for him I had a lot of sympathy for him because I think he played a lot of football last season, in which probably in hindsight he probably wishes he hadn't. Because you know, he, the kind of individual he is, he puts the team before his own interests. I think a lot of players would have said, "No, I'm not, you know, I'm not right." But you know, he had numerous painkilling injections and, and and was just desperate to be to be out there on the pitch. And I think as a result of that, there were number you know, numerous times when he played when he wasn't able to do himself justice. And obviously, being captain and first season as Liverpool captain as well, he was so desperate to be out there. Um, so yeah, I just hope he, uh, I hope he just stays injury free because I, I, I really like Henderson. I think he's got a lot to offer. And yeah, I thought some of the stick he got on the back of the England Slovakia game was, was very unfair. I thought first half, he was one of England's best players. You know, you, you think of the, the very few occasions when Liverpool did carve open the Slovakians. You know, it was Henderson was at the heart of it. You know, the ball over the top of Vardy. Um, you know, the ball inside the full back for Klein, which set up the chance for Alana. Yeah, I thought yeah, he, he, he faded. I thought second half. Um, and too often it went sideways. And, but you know, he's played very little football. I think that was his first competitive start since Dortmund away in the Europa League in early April. Um, so it was it was no great surprise, and it's uh, you know, huge disappointment if someone was going to point fingers at that England midfield. It'd be Jack Wilshere. would looked completely out of place in that first half. Um, so yeah, I think it'll be a big season for, for Henderson. You know, it, it has to be. You know, Liverpool need their captain out there leading the charge too often last season. He was either absent or not able to do himself justice.
0: Joe, the, the other new rival in the midfield that obviously is Gruich, um young lad, very young, but we've seen them. you know, he's been starting over in uh, in Belgrade and obviously a, a title winner in, and Liverpool loaned him back so he could complete that uh, job uh, for, you know, for his first club, which he was very keen to do. I mean, do you think we'll see Klopp give him some, you know, some early time, or will it be a matter of seeing how maybe he does in this uh, epic pre-season season which Liverpool are in the process of uh, about about to start?
2: Yeah, I think I think preseason is quite key, isn't it? Because they've got that many games that he's going to get a chance to look at all these players. Um, and Gru, just th- something you you picked up on earlier, is that he's a big lad, isn't he? He's about six foot four, isn't he? Yeah. So he comes in and, and does give the midfield a bit of height, a bit of strength, presumably, and and. Yeah, I think I think it will depend on pre-season. I think a lot will depend on pre-season and, in, and how they get on going into the first couple of games. Because um, I, I think otherwise the midfield will be very very similar to what it finished this season. Um, but yeah, I mean it's hard to tell, isn't it? it you know, he, he comes in with a good reputation, but it's very difficult to say whether he can carry that
0: into the Premier League. Surely you, uh, I know this is a strange question to ask you, but are you excited about Turkey? <laughs> 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 <A bit exciting. laughs> Am I excited about <laughs> oh, uh, what? About the arrival of uh, Grouch?
3: Well, again, he's another that I've not really seen play, so I'm going to have to reserve judgment. I, you know, being quite old now, I've seen quite a lot of these youngsters come in at Liverpool. And to be fair to him, though, he seems to, as you've mentioned, he's been getting yeah. his games uh, in in Belgrade, and that's. You know, I think how old is he? He's only about 18, 19 you know, 18, 19. So he's already won the league there. So he's got like a winning mentality, which is something yeah. that there isn't enough and of. They virtually yeah. won it
0: twice because they were 25 points clear, and then they went into playoffs, and then they won the playoffs. So he's though, used so
3: to. So he's used to that. And, and reading the things that he's been saying, it sounds like he's got his head screwed on the right way as well. So, in terms of his mentality and character, it looks like, you know, character is something that we often overlook when we talk about signing players, and yet when we're six months down the line, that's the thing that we're often writing about these players. So it looks like he's got hopefully got what it takes. So in terms of him, I was not so excited, I was more intrigued to see what he's
0: actually going to bring. I, I didn't think I'd get excited. <laughs> I'm, sorry, so <laughs> I'm not disappointed. I'm, intrigue is perhaps even better than I hoped for. Uh, Piers, probably in terms of the younger players uh, in the midfield, it's going to be difficult for them, isn't it? Because um, as we talked about 62, 63 games last season, we're probably likely to be down to, what, 15 or so less than that. And that's probably hoping, hoping that we, you know, play a few games in the Cups uh, you know touch wood we do Um, but you know we saw Kevin Stewart play fairly regularly towards the end of the season given a new deal uh, and Cameron Brannigan perhaps uh, certainly for me didn't get as many opportunities as I felt his displays when he came in you know warrant it really because there were a couple of games you know the games when Klopp was clearly resting players for the Europa League effort where I thought Brannigan was an obvious shout to play and you know somebody else Got, got the nod, but it, it is going to be difficult for them to, um, you know, fight their way into a, a starting eleven. And you can only think that, again, for all that it's, uh, you know, it's 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 a strange time to be always judging players in, in games that are are often have numerous changes and everything else. But preseason could be vital for for both of them, couldn't it?
1: <coughs> yeah, it certainly will be, especially when you think. And you know, I think Klopp's plan on given those who have been away on international duty three or four weeks off bit of a completion of their their country's involvement in the tournament, so you, you're not going to see Henderson or Milner in a Liverpool shirt anytime soon in those opening friendlies. So you know he's going to turn to you know, the likes of Stewart and, and Branigan, <coughs> and it's um, you know, that's going to be a key period for them. I think you know the the message seems to have been even you'd probably throw all the all the players that have been on loan last season into that group as well in terms of that they're going to be needed early on in pre season, and that's their chance to. Mistake a claim and force their way into Klopp's plans. I agree with you. I thought I was surprised we didn't see more of Branigan towards the back end of last season. I think you know, the last day at West Brom was his first league start. Um, you know, I thought he probably deserved more than that. Um, he did very well, and I think he's the one. If any of them are going to going to appear regularly and or, or you know appear regularly in terms of in the first team squad this coming season, you know he would be the one. You, you just wonder, you know, because of the lack of games and no European football. Where club might have to look at the loan system. I know he went on record last season and saying he wasn't a big admo- uh, big fan of the loans. He wants to keep young players at the club and working with it. But it, I think it is problematic, problematic as we've touched on before with you know the standard of under 21s football. Um, you know, you think if if it reaches a point towards the end of pre-season where Branigan isn't really going to get a look at then you know he would be one which I think he desperately does need to play this season because you know he would learn a lot more from. Going to a Championship club than, than than sticking around at Melwood for the for the season ahead of, he's not going to feature, but you know, hopefully he'll grasp the chances he gets and, and force his way into the club's plans for the coming year. You know, in much the same way as Joe Gomez, you no know, probably sat here 12 months ago talking about Joe Gomez again possibly going out on loan after he arrived from Charlton, and then suddenly fast forward six weeks and he's starting the Premier League season. So that, sh- that shows what can happen
0: with the fans are you know are always excited at this time of year, and the hope of new faces. There's something, um, you know, there, there's something about a new signing that always. I mean, we, we know from seeing the interest, uh, you know, among uh, among the readers in terms of uh, you know the response we get on stories. Um, the fans are desperate, you know. They love to see new signings. It's exciting, and everything else, especially when your rivals often you know are unveiling uh, you know new signatures as well. If you if you had a position you think that Liverpool on Clock would target for their highest profile or most expensive player they're going to bring in this summer, which, which, if you're the Liverpool manager, which position are you targeting to spend your money on in terms of where you felt presumably the team was weakest last year?
3: Funnily enough, after we've said all of this, central midfield, Yeah, yeah that's where I'd be getting somebody in.
0: And what would you be after a, a playmaker or steel or yeah Play, well to be creativity? Honest,
3: somebody can do all of it, but then that's going to cost you an absolute fortune. Or you put your faith in one of these younger lads who's either being signed or coming through and seeing what they can produce.
0: But isn't this the time for say Liverpool say we don't need? Klopp said himself at the end of the season didn't he personally that you know he might need a smaller squad this year because of the lack he of le- European football. Well, he definitely needs a smaller squad. It's so okay. We t- need. We can buy fewer players. Let's let's go and spend. Well, sixty million, million quid on a to, brilliant player. They
3: have to want to come. That's the problem. With no European football, that's going to be a bit of an issue, whether we like it or not.
0: No European football for twelve months. We would hope.
3: Well, then there's no guarantee they're going to get. If you pay in sixty million pounds for somebody, that's somebody for one season. Will probably say, okay, I'll put up with this, but I want to be in the Champions League next season, let alone the Europa League. So you're at you've got to get in the top four.
0: Okay, you know, if you're the man putting together the contract, go. Okay, we're going to buy you for this amount of money going to put a release clause for a significant amount of money pretty close to that if we don't make the uh, if we don't make the Champions League or the you know, or European football next year if that's the deal breaker but it can be done surely because most of those players will be fairly you know either in the prime of their career or early in their careers you would think and you know there's still going to be you know 12 months is not the end of the world in terms of being without European football well then name somebody to go for that Nah, you see, this is why I don't like him in podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, Can I ask so, me a question and then not with well, the, some off, kind of fact. Off
3: the top. Well, okay, no, okay that's it. That's off the top of my head, it's difficult. I thought you, I thought but you were going to ask me that question from no, each player, so. But but it's, well, not, it's not easy. That's the, I think it, that's the whole point: is that it's going to be. Liverpool have to turn to these younger players. That's what they're going to have to do. So they're going to rely more on the knowledge of what they owe. Is going to be successful. That's why they're signing like to Gr- Grudic and see
2: if they go for Zielinski and, uh, and De Hood. But When they got Klopp, they got the man. who Everyone wanted, and his way of working has never been to buy the big players. As he, you know, he spent. I think he broke the 20 million pound barrier twice at Dortmund. Now this is how he operates. So you have to put your faith in the way he operates and hopes that. Yeah. He gets but those uh, midfielders before they become sixty markers? Mar- you,
3: you only have to look at Zielinski's quotes for the past six months that suggest he's absolutely desperate to sign for Klopp because he's just been on about him non stop nearly every week. Mm-hmm. And that's something that Liverpool haven't had for a while. I, I, you know, as much as Brendan Rodgers brought or didn't bring certainly players weren't exactly falling over themselves across Europe to play for him.
0: Well I, I take Joe's point in terms of Klopp not breaking twenty mil- I mean I I, sh- I would say that, you know, he did that at Dortmund, but for me Liverpool are a you know, a bigger club than Dortmund, no yeah, question. I was saying this to sort of various German journalists mm-hmm. before the Europe League tie, in terms of, you know, lo- a lot of them were, you know, very confident that Dortmund would win. Obviously, you know, it took a miracle performance almost to for them not to. But, um, you know, the, you know, what Liverpool have generally had a budget of roughly 30 million plus whatever you whatever you bring in in sales over the last few years. Uh, y- you know, that's we we expect. You know, we've been talking about the possible sale of, of Joel and others that will bring in money. So there's, there's going to be a budget there of, you know, you would think it's 60, o- 70, 80 million. It's all and
2: relative though, isn't it, compared to the clubs like Man City have got even bigger. They've got double, triple that. Uh, Leicester well, and, and Everton
3: like and all of them now have got loads and loads and loads of money. So it's, it's you're relying more on But I I think but they might given their
0: game given the games they've got to play they might need to bring in four players right. But my point is that Liverpool don't have those games this season have 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 the basis of a decent team. I think we we all but most of us think that they would finished higher than eight towards the end of the season if they concentrated on the league games. You'd have been sixth or fifth, right? So you know that jump into into the uh, the top four um, isn't insurmountable, especially. Or, you know, given how, you know, a lot of the teams are in transition, aren't they? And, mm-hmm. and, you know, albeit that they could be improved transition. You know, obviously we'd expect Chelsea to be better this year and uh, and everything else. So, But my point is we need to t- take advantage of this, uh, you know, need for fewer players to target more quality and just go for one, you know, one, maybe two absolute, you know, diamonds uh, rather than, you know, four players who three of them will be out the door inside two or three years because they haven't quite made it
1: uh, yeah I'd, no, I'd go along with that Mitch, but then the problem is <coughs> that doesn't really tally does it with who Liverpool appear to be going for which concerns me slightly because like you I'd rather they just went for one or two and, in key positions and, and really strengthen the, it is possible I mean, it, we talk about no, U- no Champions League and all the rest but United did it a couple of years ago didn't they when they had to pay absolutely through the nose to do it but they and they didn't particularly pay off, obviously Di Maria and, and Falcao, which obviously, you know, with the benefit of hindsight, you probably wouldn't have done either of those deals, although you'd probably cha- fancy your chances of getting more out of Di Maria than they did. Um, but, yeah, that I just find the targets at the moment a little bit underwhelming. But aren't,
0: aren't those targets maybe for two or three years' time when we would be back? But then it, yeah, but know.
1: then you can't always be, you can't be in this side of always building for two or three years down the line, can you? I think, you know, that, I think when we when we moaned last season, it was about certain games where Liverpool had got bullied, and and it, it tended to fall the talk of Liverpool's poor, uh, difficult run of fixtures at the start of the season. It was actually against the lesser teams that they really let themselves down last season. Um, you know, I, I'd like to see you know a real greater physical presence probably in in, in the middle of the park, and you know, you, I think you, you need at least one top class attacking player, which you know, it looked like that was going to be and so now. It looks highly unlikely it will be good so that there's a little glimmer of hope there that things might change after the Euros. I think a lot um, of people
0: would be disappointed with Goethe's form at Euros, yeah, but it's I been he difficult. difficult yeah, so I mean he's he he playing up front, yeah. which I think. Yeah, is... Yeah.
1: I just uh, the, the, the thing that gets me slightly is I think if, if you've decided you, know, you if you if you think right, Goethe is, if, if the feeling is he's definitely the one, then you should do everything you possibly can to to, to get him, regardless of. His concerns about lack of European football or whatever, and similarly in midfield, it seems to be De Bruyne or Zelensky. Um and obviously De Bruyne is the much more expensive option. But I think you know if you rate him that highly, then pay what it takes to get him, rather than because it just seems too often in recent years Liverpool have gone after players who this obsession with value, and then you end up with a Lazar Markovic for twenty million pound. False economy, the, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it it's a, a false economy. If you you you're just repeatedly in this. This cycle of having uh, you know, how many times have we said you know another massive summer at Liverpool you know ano- loads of clearing out of dead wood loads, loads of business to be done. There's a question then: if Joe
3: Allen didn't play for Liverpool,
1: and Liverpool would with him on the
3: back of his three performances for Wales this summer. Would you be excited about that?
0: No, uh, uh, genuinely, and, and I know there's a sort of a little bit of, uh, and I I, I, I rate Allen as a player. I just don't, I think he's a, a good player, and for me, if you're playing centre midfield for Liverpool. You've got to be a great player, and you know, I think Henderson's not quite well. He's not a great player. yet. he's very. I think he's a very good player, but he still needs to improve. You know, he needs to, you know, put a block of years together of being and, and more goals and lots of other things. But I think he's got the athleticism and the stature and talent to go on and and do that. But um, I just, I think Joe Allen's a, a good player. But would I? I always look at it if he was in. Uniteds or Everton's or somebody else's team coming to Anfield, would I be scared about it? And I I genuinely, you know, I think he'd do a tidy job, Mm. but I don't think I don't think he'd scare me coming in uh, in a team coming to Anfield. And if I, you know, uh, if he's if he's not scaring the opposition, then uh, you know I I, I'm quite happy to to potentially, you know, you know see if we can get get an improvement. But you know, if, if we were facing another 60 game season, could Joe Allen come in and do excellent job in certain games, then I think, yes, but in possibly a 45 or 47 game season or something like that, I just think, you know, we're going to have to be dead on on so many games, aren't we? And I just think that i at w- want a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Um, well, look, we, um, we've we been talking, <laughs> we've veered into transfers uh, when we were meant to be really talking about Joe Allen, but... Um, um, Anyway, we, it's been no doubt we will return to the transfer and the targets many times over the summer uh, on these weekly podcasts. Hope you can tune in again. Thanks for doing it today. Uh, get yourselves uh, off and watch Northern Ireland beat Germany. Cheers.